hello, hello, and welcome to Politrip. And I'm your host, Sky. I decided to bring back um, Politrip. And, well, let's talk about what we're doing. Um, we're bringing back Politrip, and we're partnering with the Got What You Need Network. Shout out to my brother, Sean, for giving me the opportunity to um, be on this, be on his network. And we're going to be broadcasting um, through the usual avenues as well as Roku. And um, like I started to say, I decided to bring it back because I, I feel like a lot of a lot of progressives, especially a lot of um, black people, are just so turned off by what's going on that I feel like it's going to cause people to disengage and cause, like, <clears throat> I guess what I'm saying is I feel like when conservatives, especially white rage, white mad conservatives, when they get mad, they react by voting. And when black people get mad, they like, ah, you know, y'all ain't doing nothing for me. F you. And they stay home. And then the policies that they're complaining about at the present time only get magnified when people with these radical views that damn sure don't care about you get in the office. And I... I, also think we have to get out of the mind state of a party or a person doing something for you that will affect you personally um, and just start really looking at the bigger picture. I feel like our country is, is under siege. I feel like the truth is being turned upside down. Um, I feel like hypocrisy is at an all-time high. Um, the way law enforcement is now talked about because they're going after Trump and other white powerful people. Now they're the deep state. Um, now it's politically motivated so on and so forth. And since I brought up Trump, let's just talk about him for a second. Right now, he had the January 6th committee and that grand jury in D.C. popping off. He has the obstruction of justice case in Fulton County where um, Giuliani has already testified. He had the raid at Mar-a-Lago where he's um, accused of having illegal possession of classified and top secret documents. <laughs> and then he has the tax evasion um, and fraud case, excuse me, in New York State against the Trump organization. With all of that going on, plus all that we know, because we heard the phone call to um, the Georgia Secretary of State, so we know he's guilty of that. Why are so many people willing to go to jail 
to keep this man from facing his consequences is just just a million dollar question. He caused all right. First, he runs as a law and order candidate. He talk all slick at the little police rally about how you don't have to hold his head so he don't hit his head, let him hit his head, all types of nonsense. But now that he's being pursued, um, I hear the same people that was talking Blue Lives Matters every time Black Lives Matters now saying to fund the FBI, so on and so forth. Look, I always felt like there was a certain part of our population that only supported the police when they were brutalizing black and brown and other um, minorities. So that's no surprise. The surprise is just how blatant the 180 is. You know, um, when what their go-to is always to talk about the so, the social justice rallies that took place um, in the Twin Cities, Atlanta, and all all across the country in 2020, and talk about the clashes with law enforcement and quote-unquote property damage. You know, they they got to go there and talk about that. But these kids, for the most part, were marching. There were cases, there were situations in in, um, Minnesota that got crazy. I I ain't gonna front. But then there also were bad actors who were making it seem like they were um, destructing property. We saw that in Minnesota, which was perpetrated (laughs) by a police officer. We also saw it in at an Atlanta Starbucks <clears throat> where, the, like, the two black girls was, like, telling the, the, the white girl that had the mask on, like, you know, chill, you know, you doing this, you messing this up, and they're going to think we did it or whatever. And I think a lot more of that went on that, that wasn't recorded. You didn't see any black people and brown people at, at January 6th, like, trying to make it seem worse than it was because it was already wild. And I guess I guess my I guess my real question for those people that wanted to overturn the election and now since that didn't happen want to turn the country upside down. What do you really want? Like, I, like what, what do you want this country to become? Because I hear a lot of racy stuff going on. Um, a lot of racy innuendo. And I just wish people would just come out. Like, especially these politicians. Because it's a lot of elected officials in Washington. Both in the Senate and the House. That back Trump wholeheartedly on and his supporters on many many of the things that they're doing, have done, and are threatening to do. So my question to them is that, okay, you talk about when you're back in control and, and the Republicans back in control, well, what does that mean for black people? What does that mean for brown people? Hell, what does that mean for um, 
poor or even progressive whites to the vote for y'all. What what do it mean for us? Like, you you can say what you want about Biden. I, you know, everybody know how I felt about him even getting the nomination. I hated that Clyburn um, endorsed him because I knew that was going to put him over the top or whatever. But this man ain't never, like, been like, the people that didn't vote for him don't matter. Even when Obama was in office, election night, I am, for those who did, and I quote, for those who didn't vote for me, I am your president too. I never hear these Republicans talk about um, what, what the place is for people who didn't vote for them, who don't, who don't agree with their policies and feel like their policies hurt them. And anybody say, well, what, well, what about the other side? I'll tell you about the other side. Most of the policies that Democrats push forward help people that aren't multi-millionaires. And that's most of us. Whether you lean to the left, the right, the middle, call yourself conservative, progressive, or whatever. But for some reason, some people want the government help but act like they're not getting it. And then want to... And, and I ain't, it ain't always welfare and, you know, food stamps and, um, like, government service like that. It could be grants, loans, what have you. But these people talking about the deep state usually are the ones leaning on the state the most. Let's take... Um, Kentucky for instance I believe it's western Kentucky that just got hit with some some storms and pretty much just washed away a few towns right Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul are the US senators in Kentucky and neither neither of them have been to visit the storm site talk to the residents you know offer their help offer um state and federal resources or whatever, but but Biden was there. and But I'll tell you why they weren't there. Because their policies hurt the infrastructure of poor places like that. So when a storm do, does come through or heavy rains that causes a flood or what have you, they don't have the infrastructure to withstand it. But these people are so brainwashed on like one or two issues, you know, abortion, you know, gay marriage, um, abortion, gay. Those are like, I guess, maybe, maybe like the two main ones or whatever. They might throw like, you know, low taxes and, or, or, or any of that type of stuff. But they always try to turn those people in those poor areas against people in like Louisville and Lexington or whatever, more urban areas, when a lot of y'all plights are, are the same. And it's only in times like this where people that live in those areas welcome the government, welcome government help or whatever. 
as soon as they get their checks and they're able to rebuild and have some sem- some semblance of the life they, they lived before the storms, they'll go, go right back to donating their last and donating money they don't have to both Rand Paul and both Senator Rand Paul, excuse me, and Senator McConnell. And 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 I don't I don't understand that. And to even expand on that more, um, at at the top of this, we were talking about the police, or whatever. There are credible threats against law enforcement all over this country, and it's not just federal law enforcement. Yet, I guarantee you, if you were to take a survey, there's they would still profile black and brown men more than they do um, white men between I believe it's like 18 and 25 and the thing is is these kids know that and when they sent out on their mission or whatever they're going to use all that to their advantage they're going to act like they need help or whatever you pull over on the side of the road to help them out and then, boom, you in a gunfight. Or, worse than that, you go down and help them, you know, change the tire or whatever, and you get ambushed. And I'm not wishing this stuff or whatever, but this stuff is already happening, and it will continue to happen because they're so quick to put their guard down when it, when it comes to the people that most likely will hurt them. Not just now, but throughout time. There's never been a real threat from black people, uh, black or brown people against law enforcement. But that was the excuse to keep perpetuating the brutality against us. But now that there's been actual action to, I guess, these, you know, myths, these um, conspiracy theories, oh, you know... um, they're, they hate the police or whatever. You have a group of people that literally saying, you know, if you're part of the police and you don't agree with everything Trump is about, then you part of the deep state and you, you and your family better watch your back. Now, imagine if the profile was black men 18 to 25 or black men 18 to 30. They would start bringing them in, questioning them, bugging their phones, all over their social media, so on and so forth. Yet, we don't even hear about these white kids until after they've done the crime. And then... When everybody thinks, oh, you know, they were a lone wolf. You have all of these clues, all of this evidence that the mom, the dad, all the friends knew how crazy this person was and just insane. Oh, man. Um, like I said, man, this is um, just a preview uh, what's going to be coming up on Politrick, the Politrick podcast, on the Got What You Need podcast, you know, on the Got What You Need network, excuse me. And of course, I am your host, Scott. Um, we, so far, we've covered um, your boy Trump, 
his many legal woes, and I haven't um, even covered all of them, um, talking about the contradictions between um, support of law enforcement and now um, the, the, the defaming of, of law enforcement, the attacking of law enforcement. And I'm not sitting here um, championing, championing the police or anything like that. But, you know, I respect what they do, you know, long as they not, you know, you know, following me around for no reason or follow somebody that looks like me around for no reason, you know? Um, as long as, you know, we ain't committing any crimes, I just expect them to leave us alone. And, you know, that's that. And I just feel like it's crazy every time, like I said, a prominent white person get caught doing something, then all of a sudden... The same white people that's got them um, black, blue, and white, you know, blue lives matter flags is now throwing out things like the deep state. Like, y'all mad at Hillary, man. And, like, I'm like, whatever server she got, that motherfucker powerful. Like, Russian hackers couldn't get to it. Nobody could get to her, her, her email. You know, with Trump, like, it, it's it's people on the phone talking, um, it's, it's emails, it's text messages, it's him bringing the evidence to his own crib, yet people still like, nah, nah, he ain't do nothing, you know, why, what, you know, y'all just going after him because y'all don't want him to run for president again, and all this kind of stuff, man, get out of here with that, look, man, I know that this dude has um, a support system that's very reactionary, if that's the word. They react. <laughs> Let's just start there just in case it's not. <laughs> they react. And they react on a whim. They react on, like, whatever he say, no matter how wild it is. I get all that. But that can't turn you... The next man, this country, into like letting him do whatever he want because you're scared of what his followers may do. I feel like, man, like arrest them all. And those that buck, shoot their ass. I feel like, damn, y'all been murdering unarmed black people like forever. And now. You won't even shoot back at motherfuckers saying they want to kill you? Like, <laughs> that that's like, I mean, I ain't no champion swimmer, but that's like the bo- bottom of the ocean deep for me. I, I, I just can't understand that. All right, and let, let's close with, um, and we talked about the January 6th committee a little bit, so let's um, close this preview with... Um, Congresswoman Liz Cheney of Wyoming. She re- recently lost her bid to um, for re-election in the primary in her state. And she lost bid. And, you know, people are pointing out, obviously, the reason she lost was because she didn't say Trump won. You know, period, point blank. It's no, you know, well, that and other note is totally because of that. And... You know, rightfully so, people are saying, oh, well, don't be so sympathetic to her. You know, she voted for the Muslim ban. She was a birther. 
you know, so on and so forth. And I'm like, this woman is Dick Cheney's daughter. What do y'all expect from her? I'm I'm not saying put Congresswoman Cheney on any kind of pedestal, give her any type of award. But the fact that she stood up, said what she said, and stood on it, she she alright with me. Um look, Republicans were Republicans before now. And some of the policies are very similar. They just worded nicer. I'll even say that. But for a woman to basically be told, I know you don't believe this, but just say it when you're in public and you ain't going to have no problem with re-election. But if you stay on this path and you keep saying that he lost the election and Joe Biden is the um, rightful president, then we're going to primary you. He's going to endorse your challenger and you're going to be out of a job. We're going to strip you all your committee assignments, so on and so forth. And she said, so what? You know, like he lost and I'm standing on mine. And it's like, I get it. Like, bring it up when you talk about her, but. To act like surprised, like she a ultra right wing, no, ultra right conservative. But at least at the end of the day, she chose the country over her part. And the fact that she's saying even if she even though she lost, she's gonna work day in and day out to make sure that he doesn't become president again. I think says a lot. She could go right off into the sunset, um, you know, get picked up by, you know, Fox News or whoever and make five, six times the money that, um, she, you know, she's making as a congresswoman. Not to say that she hurting for dough anyway, you know, coming from the family she come from, but I'm just saying, like, so it's not like her losing her job as a congresswoman like is like the end, the end of the world. But that being said, look at all of those people that have chosen to go along with the lie just to be reelected. You know, like, and her work with the January 6th committee, without her and Kensinger on there, like nobody would, would give it give it the time of day because it would be all Democrats on the committee. And even if it was all Democrats and Ken, and um, Congressman Kensinger, um, they wouldn't go for it because he he was a moderate to begin with from Illinois. I mean, come on, you know. So, like her being on the committee, being the co-chairwoman, brings credibility. You got somebody who voted with Trump ninety-two percent of the time, but is willing to tell the truth. So. Um, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not defending her. I'm I'm not, you know, certainly saying she a good person, a good woman, or whatever. But what I am saying is 
she is not doing she had not done anything in the past that was surprising and I'm not going to bring up her voting record every single time I bring up her work on the committee, her work um, to speak um, out publicly against all the nonsense going on with the uh, former President Trump. So, like I said, man, um, you know, shit, the past is the past, man. You know, it's a bunch of people out here on TV smiling that was like, you know, maybe we do need to see his birth certificate. You know, like, so it wasn't just the Tea Party or whatever. There were very mainstream voices that was like, why don't he just show it and get it over with or whatever. And I felt like he should have never showed shit. Um, look, man, um, I appreciate y'all hanging out with me. Like I said, this preview of Politrip on the Got What You Need Network, man. Um, definitely on Roku, Amazon TV, and all the avenues and outlets, man, that you get your podcast from, man. Um, I'm your host, Scott. We're going to be um, doing a new episode every week, um, touching on subjects and um, topics that are pertinent to black people, the urban community, progressives, um, and people that just respect the next man or woman. You know, like, it's going to be difference in policies, you know, like, all the time, the difference of opinions or whatever. But, but when one party and their opinions is basically like, we just want people who don't think like us to suffer that puts us in a real dangerous dangerous space so I just implore people within the sound of my voice um, you want your kids to continue to go to school safely you want to be able to continue to go out and have a good time and look things are going to happen we, we, we get all of that but we don't want what Kevin McCarthy and Trump and McConnell and Graham and, um, you know, Congressman Jordan and all those people are talking. We, we do not want that, that country. We, we <laughs> do not want to see that. Trust me. But we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about that more next week. Um, like I said, this was just a, a short preview, just to give you an idea of some of the things that we're gonna be discussing. These topics, expanding on them, as well as many, many more. But at the end of the day, I want people engaged, involved, and and get out there and vote. So if you're not registered, go ahead and do so. If you're um address doesn't match the address on your id go ahead and take care of that um like i said check your your, your voting status um, make sure that you're registered you don't want to show up to the polls and they don't have you make sure you know your polling places as well and at the end of the day man fight like hell against these people running for secretary of state 
in your state that are talking about taking away your rights. All right? All right. Until next time, peace.